She's classy. She's sassy. She's a little smart assy. Ladies and gents, the priestess of swearing spirituality. The badass whisperer herself, Kelly McLean. Hey, welcome to the Bitch Scopes podcast. I'm your host, Kelly McLean. Uh, this is a podcast where I dish about the current astrological mood with a feminist twist. And um, yeah, it's got some sass, which you might have guessed by the title, Bitch Scopes. Um, I've been writing these for over seven years now. And um, I do bump into issues with profanity rules. I cannot advertise any of my branding because of the word bitch. Um, so it is really helpful when you guys um, share because otherwise I'm just kind of stuck. And it's not getting any better in the current environment where books are being banned and our supposed return to family values. What family and which values is a mystery. I don't know. But anyway, that's not what this is about. Oh, sometimes it is. Anyway, welcome to fucking bitch scopes. So yeah, um, I hope you're listening under House of Bleep. If you're not, just know that we are trying to migrate um, the three podcasts over to one podcast under House of Bleep Productions. Um, so in addition to this podcast, I have um, Bitch Splaining, which is me and my best friend Angela. We're trying to record every other week, but we both run into scheduling and health issues that kind of make it wonky. So please be patient with us. Please subscribe um, so that you'll be notified when we upload. Um, we are doing a recording probably this week, and I believe we're going to talk about grief. So that should be a good one. And then there's bitchstery, which is um, women's history, but of course with a twist. It's mostly women you've never heard of doing pretty fucking amazing shit. Um, but you know, because they're women, they're not in the history books. So there's that. Um, we do have a brand new, just baby Patreon. It's uh, patreon.com forward slash house of bleep. Um, would love to see you guys over there. I really need to get it, um, developed, but, um, you know, join the lowest level and send a message and tell me what you want to see. Um, so yeah, please make sure you subscribe and follow and share. You can also read the bitch scopes. If you're more of a reader than a listener at kellymcclain.blogspot.com. You can email me. Look how organized I am today. You guys. Wow. You can email me at kelly at the bitch Um, I do private astrology readings. You can reach me over at one, two, listen.com. That's the number 12 listen.com or message me and I'll tell you how that works. I think that's all the business for the moment. So let's jump into it. Um, I named this week's entry your rar, rar, rar. It's easier to read than to say, okay? Rar. Like, rar. Fuck. Your rar summer solstice. <laughs> Bitch scopes for June 19th to 26th. Whatever, okay? Um, 
I do have a reading over at Once You Listen to, and it is linked on the blog where you can also read the word rar. Um, anyway, uh, it's called Hot Goddess Summer. tells where the goddesses are in your natal chart and where they are currently and what that means for you being a badass. So you can uh, check that all out on the blog. The, the reason I named it rar will be <laughs> apparent soon enough. I'm just going to say that as often as I can because it's so awkward to say out loud. And I had no idea until just now. I love typing that word. I use it all the time as like an exclamation. Rawr. Oh, it's easy to say like that. Rawr. Maybe I'm just doing it wrong. Whatever. Okay. Anyway, the, <laughs> the focus this week is Cancer and Leo. And let me just check a technical thing real quick. Okay. We're good. Uh, cancer and Leo. The sun enters the sign of Cancer, and then we have a very goddessy lineup in the sign of Leo, which is a perfect place for goddesses. So what do you get when you do a mashup of Cancer, which is like the nurturer, the caregiver of the Zodiac, and Leo, bold, proud, regal, a lioness. You get a lioness. Um, she hunts. She takes care of the cubs and the pride leader. They care for each other in the pride, the lionesses, and they help um, raise each other's cubs. Uh, fiercely protective. It's the perfect energy descriptor for this week, in my humble opinion. Uh, see, I've got it down now. Look at me learning how to read the words I typed myself. Okay. Uh, speaking of words, I am a very visual person. Uh, I need to like read things in order to take them in. So like if somebody rattles off a bunch of stuff to me, I either have to write it down or I ask them to email me or I have to read it myself. Um, I have been known many, many times to diagram something or scribble out a picture to understand a concept. And I'm big on color coding. Some people love that. Some people hate it. But um, it's very helpful to me. So as I was looking through these transits and aspects, I thought I noticed something, but I couldn't quite put my finger on it. So I did my little color coding thing. And um, you can see the color coding on the blog, obviously. But um, we have four planets changing signs this week, including the sun, which of course is always a big deal. Mercury makes nine significant aspects. And there are five 29 degree aspects. That's a lot of 29 degree aspects. And then the sun makes four aspects to other planets. So that's a lot of really strong energy. Um, anytime the sun is doing something, we should be paying attention. Um, like I said, this week he moves into cancer and then immediately sextiles the north node. So to me, it feels like, hey, pay attention to what comes into your life in the next 30 days. Um, Mercury will then follow the sun into cancer at the very end of this week. And then our communication also becomes very cancerian. Mercury is very busy this week and we probably will be as well. So let's talk about that cancerian communication with Mercury and cancer. Cancer energy is like an M&M candy. It's like crunchy on the outside and soft on the inside. Cancer people, even if they aren't meant for you, tend to be easy to love, usually. Um, but cancers are not suckers. They are tough. They stick to their own moral compass fiercely. 
they're very sensitive. If you piss them off, it's very unlikely they're going to, I mean, it depends on their other placements, of course, but it's unlikely they're going to come at you directly and say, hey, that pissed me off. They, like a crab, will come at you kind of sideways or from the side in order to protect themselves. And then they might jab at you in a way that feels sort of random and unrelated. This, ladies and gentlemen, is called passive aggressive energy and cancers invented it. Anyway, um, but they're very sensitive, more so than they let on, and they are natural nurturers. They're rarely boring in part because they're ruled by an ever fluid moon. They are moony. They are moody. I dare say they are moody as fuck. <laughs> My teenage daughter is a cancer rising. Oh, bitch. Anyway, um, it's sometimes hard to figure out or know where you stand with a cancer. They are kind of aloof. They have that outer shell. I was married to one. I have, you know, some in my family, uh, several in my family. I have had many cancer friends. And there was a period before I met my husband where I dated a whole bunch of cancer men. Zero stars do not recommend. But anyway, um, I have a master's degree in cancer and I still don't really understand them very much. Um, so that's cancer. Let's talk about Pluto. Pluto is retrograde and it moves very slow. So he's at 29 degrees right now and he's just like burning a hole in that 29 degrees. So everything he touches is going to be a 29 degree aspect for a while until like the end of July. 29 degrees is the critical degree. Doesn't necessarily mean that everything is going to be a crisis. It's just something to be aware of, pay attention to. The best way to know what is going on with you is to look at your own chart, of course. The aspects I offer here are kind of the overarching macro themes. But with Pluto at 29 degrees, you can bet things will be dramatic wherever there is power and control at stake. For example, like in, oh, I don't know. I can't think of anything. Mm, the entire United States, um, politics, everything happening in the world. <laughs> anyway, um, I should take a look at Trump's chart, but it literally just makes me angry. So it's a bad idea. Uh, just know that some things are cooking for sure. We have indictment charges. Thank you, goddess. His lawyers quit. And now we can just sort of hope that justice is actually served because he's a traitor. Um, and then we have DeSantis and his fascist nonsense. Anyway, um, even after Pluto leaves at 29 degrees, he's going to remain in Capricorn, the sign of the patriarchy until the end of this year. So business will be settled in one way or another as we go forward. We live in the accursed, interesting times. Um, do you remember when things were boring? I do. Boring is really, really good. I love being boring. Um, anyway, so yeah, Pluto at 29 degrees and Pluto and Capricorn for the rest of this year, um, definitely finishing up some stuff with the patriarchy, particularly in this country where we're having our Pluto return. Um, so the summer solstice happens this week. That happens when the sun enters Cancer. Um, it's the longest day in the beginning of summer in the Northern Hemisphere. Um, it's the sun's highest point. So it's the sort of climax. Um, it's a time of culmination and claiming what we've earned, what we've won or what we've gained. Um, we can stand in the light and offer what we have to the world. 
Um, in the Southern Hemisphere, though, um, it's the longest night, uh, a time where we withdraw into the quiet to be with ourselves and our inner knowing. Sometimes the dark feels safer and maybe more comfortable than standing in the spotlight. I swear to God, I must, in my soul and my spirit, I'm, I'm somewhere in the Southern Hemisphere because I really resonate with that this time of year. And then the flip side in the, in the winter, I'm like, yeah, let's go. <laughs> so I must be from someplace in the Southern hemisphere previously. I don't know. Um, so anyway, Northern or Southern hemisphere, it's a time of new beginnings, reflection, and gratitude. Gratitude's good all the time, but at these, um, holidays and cross quarter days and all that, it's, um, particularly a good thing to incorporate into your routine and ritual. And then at the moment that the sun enters cancer, there's this juicy goddess lineup that I just love. The moon, Venus, and Lilith are all in Leo. Um, it is bold, proud, feminine energy. And then Mars is there as well. I like to think of him sort of like guarding the door um, to the sacred feminine while we honor the solstice. Um, the moon obviously moves constantly, but Lilith and Venus will be in, in Leo all summer long. So, uh, could definitely be a summer of love. So I always include, um, a relevant photo in the blog and sometimes it might just look abstract, but I do put a lot of thought into those. So I Googled, um, celebrities with Lilith in Leo and I got Marilyn Monroe and I was like, well, that's fucking perfect. So then I looked for a Marilyn picture that included flowers because the summer solstice and the celebrations for it often include flowers. Um, and so I found one, there were others, but I just picked one that I felt like, uh, represented this energy really nicely. So you can check that out on the blog. Um, and she was also a uh, Leo rising. No real shock there, I guess. Um, okay, so here's your scopes for this week, the week of June 19th, with a focus on the Cancer Sun and the Solstice and the Leo goddesses. Okay, so Aries. Cancer rules your fourth house of home and family. So decorate your home according to the season you're about to enter. In the Northern Hemisphere, of course, that's summer. Honor your ancestors if that appeals to you at all. Um, remember to call in the energies of freedom, liberation, and beauty. The Leo goddesses hold hands in your fifth house of creativity. Children, fun, joy, romance, all that good stuff. So I feel like that's just such a blessing to your life to have Lilith and Venus there all summer. Blessing it with joy and badassery. That's fucking cool. Happy Solstice Aries. Taurus, Cancer rules your third house of siblings, neighbors, learning, and communication. Journaling is a great way to lean into this energy. Think about what your hopes were when the year started. Look at how far you've come. Envision the second half of the year and what you would like to come of that. What is your soul drawn toward? What are your desires and passions? Meanwhile, the Leo ladies are blessing your home and family sector. Do you feel safe at home? What would you like 
your home to feel like and look like? What would it take for you to feel more secure there? Happy solstice, Taurus. Gemini. Cancer rules your second house of income. Decorate your office with things that feel abundant or rich. Uh, work on your money manifestation practices. Reflect on your financial progress or hangups since the year began and set intentions for the second half. Meanwhile, <clears throat> the Leo goddesses encircle your third house of communication. So speaking up for yourself, using your voice, discovering the truth. Those are all themes for you this summer. Happy solstice. Oh, I forgot to type happy solstice. You <laughs> got to fix that. Cancer, happy you season. Um, the solstice shines a light right on you, your gifts, your offerings to the world, and your hopes for the future. If you think about it, there have probably been many major turning points for you around this time of year in your personal history. And this summer is no exception. So what do you envision and want to manifest for the rest of this year? The Leo goddesses encircle your money house. How can it get better than having the badass ladies in your income sector? Um, and Lilith and Venus will be there all summer long, blessing your money. So happy solstice. Leo. Wow. Cancer rules your 12th house. My dog just went, what? The? Um, <laughs> cancer rules your 12th house. So you might feel like pulling back and reflecting on things in a more private way this summer. Meditation, any kind of ritual or ceremony can yield really beautiful results for you. The Leo goddesses will be encircling you all summer long, giving you confidence and blessing you as you go out in the world. Hot goddess summer is all you, baby. Happy solstice. Virgo. Cancer rules your 11th house of people you know, so it could be a very social summer for you. However, you have a choice here. The Leo goddesses encircle your 12th house of solitude. It's possible you would prefer a bit more privacy or solitude even this summer. You might even choose to work on a project with a charity or a hospital or something like that. Those are 12th house themes. Um, no matter how you handle it, it's going to give you a big confidence boost. So happy solstice. Libra, cancer rules your 10th house of public image and career. Your personal brand or career direction might undergo a makeover this summer. Utilize the solstice as a time to reflect on your journey so far this year and what you'd like to do or have or be going forward. The Leo goddesses are in your 11th house, blessing your networking efforts there was never a better time to be seen on social media than this summer or just networking in general. Um, maybe with a new look for your business or your business plan, maybe even your actual branding. So happy solstice. Scorpio, cancer rules your ninth house of adventure and big dreams. I'm not going to lie. Having the solstice cross that house is pretty sweet. Set your intentions to have experiences that expand your world. Dare to dream big and allow your skeptical ass to believe. The Leo goddesses encircle your public life and career house. If there's a power move that you want to make, this summer is a good time to do it. So happy solstice, Scorpio. Sagittarius. <laughs> Cancer rules your eighth house of intimacy, secrets, and 
things we aren't supposed to talk about at family gatherings. This is a double water area of your chart. Um, so don't be surprised if things feel emotionally intense. The Leo goddesses are in your sign's domain, the ninth house. Um, with their blessing and empowerment there, you can experience travel or other experiences that enhance or expand your worldview. So happy solstice, Sag. Capricorn. Cancer rules your seventh house of partnership. Do something romantic with your spouse or partner to usher in this beautiful energy. Something with flowers would be cool. Maybe a hike, a botanical garden. Um, the Leo goddesses are lined up in your eighth house, really blessing your intimacy all summer. If you're not in a relationship, take this opportunity to work on manifesting it with beauty and optimism and heart-centered desires. I might even go so far as to say some sex magic might be good for you, Capricorn. Happy, um, all of that. Happy solstice. <laughs> Aquarius, cancer rules your sixth house of work and routine. Um, make sure your desk or your everyday work area feels beautiful and abundant. Add some flowers to your office area. The Leo goddesses are in your seventh house of partnerships. You can utilize their bold energy to enhance your business relationships or your romantic ones. It's going to be a productive summer, both professionally and personally. So happy solstice, Aquarius. And finally, Pisces, cancer rules your fifth house of romance and joy. And I got to say, I'm a little bit jealous. What a beautiful placement to celebrate beauty in general. Add some flowers to your home, your office, even your hair. Uh, close your eyes. Think about how joy feels in your body. Extend a lovely gesture to your partner. Um, the Leo goddesses are in your sixth house of work. So if you need to make a bold move in terms of your job description, how you do your job, what your job duties are, this summer is a great time to make those changes. So happy solstice. And that wraps it up for us this week. Um, thank you for listening, subscribing, generally supporting me. I really, really appreciate it. I know that um, if you are a regular listener or reader, I definitely had a meltdown a couple weeks ago where I was just like, fuck everything. Um, <laughs> I, I'm feeling better. I still am a little bit, fuck everything, just not as loud. Um, but anyway, I appreciate you guys. Oh, I knew I was forgetting something. Thank you so much for the sweet messages that some of you sent me. I cannot tell you how much it touched me that you took time to reach out and say, Hey, I love your bitch scopes, you silly bitch or whatever you said. Love you guys so much. Um, and I guess that's probably my sign to keep doing it because yeah. So anyway, um, yeah, bitch scopes are written by me, myself and I executive producer for today's show was me and no, my dog doesn't do shit. Um, head writer was me edited by me. Um, I shouldn't even put the edited by in there because I suck at editing. Um, bitch scopes are a trademark of McLean creative services and distributed by house of bleep productions. Bye.